And welcome back to another episode of City View with Mayor Tom Koch, a podcast, Quincy podcast. Uh, here we are, boss, sitting in your uh, office, in the mayor's office, overlooking the beautiful Hancock Adams Common. Welcome to your show in your office. <laughs> Gorgeous view today. Yeah, absolutely stunning out there. We've had some great, great weather. We have, yeah, amazing. And we're expecting so a little bit of rain maybe today. Well, we need some. We do. I'm just going to mention what we're going to talk about today so people will stick around for the end because it's going to be fun in the end, I think. All right. I've planned a little something for both of us that you don't necessarily know about, but right. it'll be a fun conversation. We'll see. It's the dog days of summer. It's. <laughs> we're also going to talk about some celebrations that are happening. So the council is over for the summer. School committee is out for the summer. Yep. We are in the dog days of summer. Basically, we're in the midst of July. People are still on vacation. They're enjoying themselves, and they're enjoying this we beautiful We've got to find city. out the origin of that is, the dog days of summer. I think it came from radio. Yeah? Yeah, I remember, well, I used to work in radio for a long time. So Did you? I, <laughs> but back in the day, we used to talk about the dog days of summer because people weren't listening to the radio. They were out at the beach, or they were away. They were vacationing, so the dog. it was harder to get calls in. Ah, okay. Yeah. Anyway, okay, interesting. Uh, it probably came from something else. That's, that's, I'm sticking with that one. So let's talk about some things that are happening, though. This is a city that's working 24 hours a day. Right. There's all kinds of programs going on. Let's start with the rec programs and park updates and things like that. Yeah, sure. I mean, Quincy is unique um, for many, many decades. The Today, it's Department of Natural Resources. The Recreation Division of that department runs all kinds of recreation programs year-round. I mean, they run the pool at Lincoln Hancock School. It's a community pool. During the winter months, they do the after-school uh, rec programs and the gymnasiums in schools. I've talked to guys my age, and, and they talk about Saturday morning rec. They just couldn't wait to get up and go to Saturday morning rec. And somebody was talking to me recently about Brian Buckley and Dan Coughlin, who were the rec leaders uh, at the gym they used to go to, and they just had a blast, you know. Well, that's true of all the parks and playgrounds. So we, a number of them, I think there might be 18 to 20 locations. We actually staff up for the summer. There's all kinds of programs offered. There's special camps offered. If you like the specific sport like soccer or different types of games, they have special camps you can sign up for in particular. And I, and I suggest people go to our website if you have any interest in that and go to the recreation department section. And, and all of that should be on the website, what you can avail yourselves of. But, you know, I know that after school ends, parents are looking for things to do with their kids. Um, and it's just a reality. They had an aunt that used to say, Go outside and let the wind blow the stink off you. It's an old <laughs> saying. Uh, but, you know, they, they, the parents want to see the kids outdoors. And, and, yeah. and uh, this is a great opportunity for kids to come together. Again, with all of the crazy world we live in, social media, put the damn phones down, kids. Get out on the field. Have some fun. Play some ball. Kick the ball around, whatever it may be. I remember that as a kid going down to Kavanaugh Field. Uh, Sarah Lee Cobbin was our rec leader. When there were too few kids around, it was like 100 degrees. We'd be under the tree and we'd be playing cards, you yeah. know, when there weren't enough for a game. But it's yeah. uh, it's something you need to Quincy. Not a lot of communities do this. Some of the camps, there's a nominal fee, but the playground stuff, it's all free. It's all open. Yeah, that's amazing. Not a lot of communities do this? Not a lot of them do this. This is something that is very unique to Quincy. I'm not saying other communities don't do anything. Most communities charge. We do not. This is open and free to the public and the families of a city unless you sign up for certain things that there's a cost to. They do field trips, for example. Mm. They probably do Canopy Lake Park and some of those types of things, which they traditionally do as well. So, you know, Michelle Hanley and that whole crew do a great job, Eric DeBoer uh, and all the staff. We hire a lot of summer kids that come back every year, high school or college, that, that actually do the actual running of the programs at the different places. So 
Dave Murphy's doing a good job with that Department of Natural Resources. We get a lot of help from a lot of different people down there. But it's not only for kids. I mean, one of my favorite things in this city, I, I, I and I, I don't take advantage of it enough, but you can sign up in the beginning of the year as an adult, and you can get a pass, I think. I'm not sure, maybe 30, 50 bucks or something, somewhere in between there. But you can then take out a canoe or a sailboat out at Black's Creek every single day. Yes, the, the William Ryan Boathouse. He was a rec director back in the 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, Bill Ryan was named for him years ago. That program's been going on for years down there, the sailing program in Black's Creek. We actually put some, physically put some logs in the tide gate section so we have a minimum amount of water in the creek. Otherwise, it would drain completely when the tide goes out and there'd be a little a little problematic to get the sailboats to run around. So yeah, it's a great program and it does, is it is offered to adults and others. So it's beautiful. You grab a canoe or a kayak and you go through the different sections of the creek. You never know you're in the middle of a, of a large city. Never. It's really spectacular. Absolutely beautiful yeah. out there. It's one of my favorite little hideaways in the, right in the middle of Quincy, really. Yep. It's great. So that's exciting. Some of the projects that are going on, I mean, there's a lot of road, can, road work. Yeah, the ongoing still. stuff, the tree planting work that the Department of Natural Resources oversees. They've got a forestry division that maintains our urban forest. And, uh, you know, trees die, and, and they have a life to them, particularly in the urban areas, the road salt and the pollutions and, and compaction of the soil. It does a job on them. So we're constantly trying to renew that urban forest with tree planting. And by the way, with all the discussion out there, all the debate on climate control, what should be done, the easiest thing that everybody agrees on, plant more trees. Mm. More trees planted. They breathe in all the junk and breathe out pure oxygen. It's, a, it's nothing but a benefit to the environment. Never mind the, the habitat for, for birds and, and squirrels and other species that uh, enjoy the trees. It's cooling for a neighborhood when you have trees. So and trees are important. So I know some people move in the city. They want their tree taken down because they like the tree in front of the house. Or we have a storm and some trees fall, then they, they're afraid of what may happen. But the trees in an urban setting are extremely important. They're the lungs, really. Mm. Of, of the community. So, so there's a lot of that going on, a lot of sidewalk repair, a lot of road repair. This week we had two water main breaks, one on Copeland Street, one on Quincy Shore, uh, Shore Drive by William Street, which uh, is a little unusual for this time of year, honestly, Mark. It's usually spring or fall when either the ground is thawing or freezing, when the ground moves, that's when we usually get a break. So we're still analyzing what occurred here. There might have been a pressure issue overnight huh. that might have caused it, and... Um, you know, which we're trying to determine that. But immediately our crews were out there, Department of Public Works, uh, the water guys, they're, they're doing incredible work. They get it fixed up and squared away almost immediately. And then, of course, the road work, it's, it's just a reminder. Some people don't think about what's under the ground. Yeah. You turn the faucet on and, and you don't think about it. Flush mm -hmm. the toilet, you don't think about it. But when something goes wrong, that's when, that's when it has an effect. So that's why we're so aggressive on all the infrastructure. I know we've talked about it before, but... You know, we've done miles and miles and miles of pipes, new pipes, water mains in our city for that reason. You've got to maintain it. You've got to keep it up. Uh, gas lines, sewer lines, drain lines, we're constantly working on them. And then, of course, doing the streets. And I, a woman grabbed me the other day at the Kennedy Senior Center. We had a luncheon down there to celebrate July 4th. And uh, she's on Versailles Street, and she just was blown away by the new streets, sidewalk and curbing because they had asphalt. The, the street was in tough shape. You know, you go in, you put a new... Uh, street in, you put the, the granite curbing and the concrete sidewalks. It just looks spectacular. It's, it's a huge lift for the whole neighborhood. And she was delighted to see that. So we're, we're chipping away. People get around the city, you see a lot of work going on. We can't do everything overnight physically. You can't do it. It takes There's years. only so many contractors yeah. available. 
uh, and you can only spend so much at a time. Just like when you're doing work at your house, you'd love to do more. Yeah. You can only do a piece at a time. But yeah. But overall, we're making tremendous progress on that uh, infrastructure side. So good stuff. I mean, the libraries have programs during the summer that they offer. They can check in, on, again, on the city website on that, reading time for kids and uh, all kinds of cool stuff going on with uh, Thomas Crane Library System. So good stuff. Good and that's QuincyMA.com, by the way, QuincyMA.gov. Excuse me, QuincyMA.gov, all one word, QuincyMA. You can find all that stuff out. But there's a couple of nice private projects that are going on, too, as well, that have really nothing to do with the city, but are going to beautify the city and enhance the downtown. There's a lot of right. projects going on. Yeah, the old Masonic Temple's well underway and the old Citizens Bank building has been taken down. Both of them are going to be beautiful new buildings with some residential and retail on the first floor. Of course, the old hospital site continues. Uh, all these projects are Fox Rock, and uh, that's uh, really starting to take shape when you drive up Wall Street now. You can see it really coming together. So, uh, yes, a lot of private development going on throughout the city. In some cases, I know some people don't like change. I know some people get concerned it may be too much or this or that, but the reality is... Change is inevitable. That's the only constant in life is change. <laughs> and uh, to do it right, make sure it's it's a good project. Make sure we're meeting the zoning ordinance requirements and and getting a good product. Uh, I think it's 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 the good it's the right thing to do. I mean, you know, we talked a lot about the hospital site, for example. Yeah. You know, hospital yeah. wasn't going back there. What was no. going to happen there? You know. So, I think it's a good use of the site. It'll provide much needed housing for the Boston area. We're part of the metropolitan Boston. I know we've talked about that before. And a lot of people come to this region of the country for life science, biotech, all kinds of specialty, high-paying jobs, and they need places to live. Listen, and rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat, rinse, repeat. We never, we haven't owned that hospital since the 90s, since way before you were mayor. I thought was, I'm not going down that road, but, we, not, but you have not. to keep doing yeah, it. Yeah, it's uh, it's going to be beautiful up there. So uh, let's talk about some of the things that are going to be happening. You just passed 4th of July. How was your 4th of July weekend? Oh, it was tremendous. The, I mean, the weather was, was delightful. And, of course, we made a number of stops. Uh, started on July 4th on the Adam Shore Circle, O'Hara Circle. Yeah. And Adam Shore, that's been a tradition the association's had for years. They have a bike parade around the circle and have a few speeches. They give out the scholarships the kids in the neighborhood are going off to college from our high schools. Uh, so it was a nice program there. Then we went off to Squantum, and they have their parade well over 100 years now. Squantum Parade wow. down uh, Bellevue and wraps around Dorchester up to Huckins and comes up to the school. They had uh, a lot of big floats, actually, uh, and a lot of fun. I and mean, people were just into it. I yeah. mean, you know, it was, it was great to see. Uh, and then, of course, we, from there, we went over to Marymount, 1230. They have a parade, yeah. uh, which starts off on Narragansett Road and, Wraps down along the water, comes out Norton and up to uh, C Street and back down where Ginger Betty's is. Neighborhood parade. Snakes through the neighborhood. Neighborhood parade. It, it is. It's, it's, it's a little different because, it, you know, we do a citywide Christmas parade, yeah. citywide Flag Day, citywide other things. But this has always been a neighborhood tradition. Mm. I mean, when we were kids, there were far more field days. I remember Welcome Young Playground was a huge deal when we were kids. Yeah. Uh, again, bike parades and dunk tanks and mm. uh, softball throws, you name it, uh, those things used to go on. Not as many of those, but we still got some great traditions here. I know that Snug Harbor, some some of the closer, smaller neighborhood groups still do their little deals and flag raisings and acknowledging this great, great nation and uh, wishing it a happy birthday. That's fantastic. Well, it's going to continue this weekend. We have a big uh, patriotic celebration concert that is happening on July 9th, that is this Saturday, join us on July 9th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. So it's an evening uh, celebration. 
as Quincy caps off our citywide patriotic celebrations with the Tommy Lamarck and his orchestra for an evening of patriotic and great American songbook music. Joining his orchestra will be Quincy's Quincy-born Elaine DiLorenzo Spitz uh, as a special guest vocalist. The event will be held on Hancock Adams Common, 31305 Hancock Street. And uh, yeah, that's going to be great. I guess there's going to be some dancers going on there too. It's going to be beautiful. Open to the public. Yeah. No, be great. no admission charge. Come on up and enjoy. Nice, nice job. Bring John your own chair. Yeah, exactly. Bring your own chair, please. Yeah. I wanted to take this part, and we have other celebrations that are coming up too. We have Ronan Tynan is going to be playing here. Uh, for an outside celebration. Yeah, when is he coming up? I know that's coming up. Uh, that and it's kind of a two-day thing, right? Yeah. Multicultural. Yeah. Mul- well, multicultural sort of folk festival. Uh, but Ronan Tynan from Ireland, uh, well-known, incredible opera singer. He's uh, a Yankees fan. How the hell do we get him a, here? He's a New Yorker, but he lives in Boston. <laughs> he's from this area, so that's how. Anyway, he'll be coming. We'll be talking more about that, also about the food truck celebration that happens in the fall. And before you know it, I, want, I don't want to talk about the fall right now. It's too No, 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 no. Let's not push it. But let's 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 look, enjoy the summer days. We did talk a little bit about history, and that sort of you and I had a conversation about talking about some of Quincy's other historic things. Now, you know, Quincy is known for we know as our granite industry, the granite railway, and you know uh, its business community and shipbuilding, shipbuilding. Because we can go on and on. Sure, the sure. first iron furnace, things like that. But I wanted to really focus. In, oh, and Francis Parker, Francis W. Parker from Colonel there. Francis W. Parker. Excuse me. See, this is what I'm asking. Now, what what was so famous about him? He was superintendent of Quincy Public Schools, and he developed a whole new method of teaching, which was called the Quincy Method. Yeah. And it was adopted nationally as a model. On It was kind of a, a, a new thing at the yeah. time. I, I can't remember the exact years. Uh, we have a school name for 1800s, him. 1800s, uh, yeah. Francis W. Packer School, that's the name for him. But yes, he developed the Quincy Method, which became the way to teach across the country for decades, uh, pretty remarkable. He was way ahead of his time. Very, uh, very, very bright guy. And on that note, just seeing how you were able to talk about that with no problem, I'm going to quiz you uh-huh. on some notables from Quincy, notable people that are from Quincy. But I've left out all of the Adams family, all of the Quincy family, John Hancock, and especially our and our incredibly uh, long list of armed forces folks that we talked about a lot. But I wanted sure. to do some more obscure folks, all right, actors, sports players, things like that. All right, so you, I'm going to ask, I'm going to just throw the name out. You tell me who they are or something, anything about them, or you don't know. All right? All right. All right, here we go. I'm going to start with a pretty easy one, but we're also going to educate the listeners. Joe Dudek. Joe Dudek, class of 1982, North Quincy <laughs> High School running back. <laughs> Went on to uh, play up at Plymouth State, I believe, and then had a brief time in the NFL. Tremendous, tremendous running back. Great, great guy. Good Quincy family, North Quincy grad. Okay, I knew him too. Actually, he was one of my neighbors back in the day. But I'm surprised that you knew you knew that much about him. So you're going to do good at this, I think. Dick Flavin. Dick Flavin. I still read him in the Pilot. He writes columns in the Pilot about sports and Red Sox and right poet, um, poet laureate. Been Arizona. around a long time. Part of the famous Flavin family. I mean, there's been Flavins in Quincy, Marymount area for a long, long time. Good, solid Quincy family. Yeah, Dick Flavin's a uh, He's done a number of shows and comedies, and he's he's yeah. a, he's a pretty talented, witty guy. Okay, this is going to get a little bit more obscure now. What was this person related to? Adolf Jazz Maffey. You fired. I have no idea. <laughs> 
he was a famous bookie, but he was also a participant in the Great Brinks robbery. Okay, yeah. book bookie. Leave it to you to know that. Of I didn't. Come, I didn't. I wasn't brought up that way, Mark. <laughs> All right, Dick Donovan. Dick Donovan, great baseball player. Yeah, Boston, uh, and Boston he, Braves in Chicago. Yeah, he was. He, he was in an office in the square uh, when I first worked with Jim Sheets. I used to see him walking around. Good guy. Uh, Bill Dana. Bill Dana. He was some kind of a, an actor, wasn't he? Yeah, he was, but you know, so we, so his kind. He was a comedian, but he used to imitate this guy called Jose Jimenez. You could never do that in today's climate ever. But he also co-wrote and created Get Smart. Remember that TV show? I do remember the TV show. It was a big deal, that show, when we were kids. Yeah. And the stuff that they would, Maxwell Smart was doing then with the shoe and everything. Now we all that technology is <laughs> with us, right? I'm talking about I didn't know he was involved in that. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's interesting. Yeah. He, was a he just died last year, as a matter of fact, two, oh, two wow. years ago. Uh, Karen Cashman. Karen Cashman. Um, she was a great track star locally, and then she went on to become a bronze medalist in speed skating in the U.S. Olympics. I can't remember exactly the year. 1994. 94, okay. But there's a, there's a beautiful, uh, up in the North Quincy High School gymnasium, the Cap O'Brien gymnasium. There's a beautiful depiction of her in her skates up there. Yeah, she's a great gal, great Quincy family. I think she lives down on the South Shore now. This is an easy one. Howard Deering Johnson. Howard Johnson. Uh, <laughs> gosh. Remember the orange roofs? I you do. We don't mass pike. Howard yeah. Johnson's all in those rest areas and stops. Quincy guy, first Howard Johnson's was on Beale Street, right where the MBTA parking lot is now in Wallison Station. In fact, if you walk through there, there's, a, there's an actually a stone in there, monument to Howard Johnson wow, at that know. site. He lived up on Wollaston Hill. He's buried in the Milton Cemetery, and I believe he had 28 flavors of ice cream. <laughs> yeah, he did. But it went on. I mean, he created an empire. I mean, oh, it, it went from, yeah. from sandwiches and, and hamburgers and ice cream Pharmacy and went on to hotels it uh, yeah. later on. I, I don't know if there's any. He's on this list. Of hotels he's on up. this list because I believe last month the last Howard Johnson's closed up near Lake Placid. Yeah, yeah, it was a restaurant. Yep, yeah, just closed. All right, this is a little bit more obscure, but it goes way back in the early part of the 20th century. Born in Quincy, Clara Blandick. No clue. Auntie M from The Wizard of Oz. Oh my goodness! Isn't that amazing? Wow. From Quincy. Money, money. And Billy DeWolf. Billy DeWolf, the voice for the magician on Frosty the Snowman. <laughs> yes, he was. <laughs> busy, uh, busy, busy, busy. Yeah, right. Uh, uh, and, and, well, this is a, a, somebody who's very, very active in, uh, in society today and in and, and many different social areas, quote-unquote, Priscilla Chan. Priscilla Chan, married to a famous guy. Married to Mark Zuckerberg. Absolutely. Yeah. She's a Quincy High grad. Yeah. And, and very involved in, in, in work. She was, back in, she was back in Quincy High School a couple of years ago. She was invited yeah. in and then she came in and spoke and spent some time with the, the students there. Yes. That's amazing. Does some great work. Sam Mealy. Sam Mealy? Mealy. Sorry. See, let's get it right. <laughs> Sam Mealy. Famous baseball manager for the Red Sox. Lived on Adams Street. One of his girls was Miss, Miss Quincy Bay, I believe, one year uh, at the... Uh, the old downtown festival when they used to have the pageant. Uh, he was a great guy. Sam used to call me every so often. Do you remember that? Uh, when he had a, a there was a like a this uh, easement next to his house. And yeah. It was some public land, and he used to back up every so often with drainage, and he'd call me, and we'd go out and get it squid away. And he's just a good guy. He was wow. good friends with Ray Catanio, another oh, baseball yeah. great from Quincy, and huh. and the Gadianos, Mike Gadiano and them, they used to get together at the gas station in West Quincy. 
up uh, near Brewers Corner and shoot the breeze. They, they were they were a lot of fun. Those guys, and you're they doing, knew the game. You're doing really well in this test, by the way. So this is this is great. Esther Sanger. Esther Sanger. She was a sweetheart. She, this uh, is very obscure. Not everyone knows this one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. She she um she was very concerned about the homeless and and those that needed needed some help and needed a lift. And she she used to have a a kind of a camper vehicle that would go around serving food and stuff to the homeless. And then it led to the, the shelter, the, uh, the food pantry, rather. I know she was connected with the NC, great community here in the city of Quincy, uh, the NC community in Wollaston. So, yes, she certainly left her mark. She did. She was known as the Mother Teresa of, of uh, South Shore. I'm just going to give you a couple more. This one you're not going to know. So why are you putting it in here? Because uh, it, he's really famous right now. Louis Bell... Louis Bell is the number one record producer in the world right now. No kidding. Yeah, he's from he's from Quincy, and I actually knew him. I actually did a Appreciate couple. Appreciate you sharing that useless information. He, he wrote every song by Post Malone. You don't know who Post Malone is, though. Nope. You don't. Nope. It's not my world, Mark. <laughs> I know it isn't. Your world is running this city, and you do a good job. Okay, uh, Dick Dale. Dick Dale, famous guitarist. Famous guitarist. Yeah, and that's really it. I'm, I'm going to go. Jay Kilrain is my other one. Jay Kilrain. Jay Kilrain, the famous boxer, um, I think it was John L. Sullivan. He lost a match to after seventy-five rounds. That's right. No gloves, bare knuckle, bare knuckles. Isn't that he's, unbelievable? He's in the International Boxing Hall of Fame right now, and you can. Vi- and I actually did because I'm such a boxing fan, right? I visited his grave at St. Mary's. Mary's, West Quincy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it, was, it was it was put in there. He by, worked in the shipyard for years as a watchman. He did. Uh, yeah, he was the heavyweight champion at one point, but he was uh, seventy-five rounds. And I believe eighteen. Can you imagine seventy-five rounds? For <laughs> oh, bare knuckles! knuckles. <laughs> oh, with John about concussion oh, concerns. Man. <laughs> um, one, I'm going to give you two more. That's it. Then we're done. Sherry McCoy. I know Catherine McCoy. I don't know Sherry. McCoy. I didn't know this either, and I don't think anyone would. But she's the current and has been for many, many years CEO of Avon. She's from Quincy. Oh no, kidding. Yeah. Oh wow. Interesting. Avon one. calling. Yep. William Rosenberg. Dunkin' Donuts. The founder of Dunkin' Donuts. First one, Donuts. Southern Artery. You did very well as the mayor of the city of Quincy oh, for the trivia on the, on some the history ones, of Quincy. Yeah. <laughs> so there were a little bit more. Some were more obscure. Some were new. I was going to bring up the Lee Remix of the world, but, you know, famous. Lee Remix, yeah, the Ruth yeah. Gordons. There's a lot, of, uh, a lot of cool factoids from this great city of Quincy. really are. And we'll talk more about them as we go because it's, it's the dog days of summer, as you mentioned before. So that's what we'll do. We'll bring up some fun tidbits. What do you think? Sounds good. All right. We'll see you next time here on City View with Mayor Tom Coke. Thanks, Mayor.